0: Welcome to War Dove Podcast. Warring Dove International is a kingdom organization focused on building local and global partnerships, equipping ministry leaders, and raising up a company of warriors who, like a dove, have eyes to pursue one thing, the king. Thank you for tuning in today as our founder, Lisa McFarland, shares her message. I want to speak tonight about adventure, about adventure, that God is an adventurous God if if the word adventure had a capital A and it was one of God's name adventure that God you know he could just tell everything you could be born and he could just er, download every thought every fact every part of his being all of his character all the future all the past everything you know you could be smarter than Suri right and, 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 right you could be smarter than Google or Wikipedia but God didn't choose to do that He didn't choose to allow you to be born with everything already downloaded onto your hard drive and in your mind because God created you in his image and God is a creator God's a doer. God's a dreamer. God's uh, someone who likes to go places and he likes to partner with people He likes to build. He likes to experiment and invent, you know. And uh, I've been thinking about this because, you know, I'm sort of like, you know, after we kind of went through the grief period and everything, uh, I've been asking God, what's life like now? You know, my husband and I, our kids have grown up, and and, uh, Tears have moved out, and then she moved back in, now she's moving out again. And in a few weeks, it'll be the first time my husband and I have ever been in the house alone. Together. Because when I got married to John had I had two children, right? From, from a rough decision I made when I was 16. So it'll be the first time we'll be alone. I'm like, wow, I don't know if I can handle being alone with this guy, right? <laughs> it'll be an adventure, right? Uh, I've never been 53 before, right? We've never been in 2018 before. You know, I've never known God like I know God now. You know, and some people are going to have a baby for the first time. And hey, 25 years later, you'll get to be alone again. So, you know, you get a few months and you'll never be alone again. Right? And, and uh, uh, you know, some of you are going to be on an adventure this year. And you might get married. You might relocate. You might launch a new project or a thing. And God's been really speaking to me about this over the last few months about having a passion and a dream and, and enjoying the adventure. You know what happens sometimes? We grow up and we forget what it feels like to be a kid. And last year I preached on humility and one of the signs of humility is being childlike. That humility is is God's end time strategy. It's how we're going to overcome the enemy. It's how we're going to persevere to the end when I don't have all the answers and I don't know everything. But, you know, children don't care if they have all the answers and they don't care if they know everything and they don't care if you pack their coat or you pack their their boots or you pack their lunch. They're just like, where are we going? Let's go. Right? And I feel like we're in a season where I want to remind us of some key things that God has said to us and and, and that God has given us some treasures here in this ministry to empower us in this season. So let me review for a little bit. Y'all remember when you were around and we had the wine called Joy for the Journey. Right? Where God broke out the wine bottle in heaven. The angel brought a bottle that said, You know what? I'm going to help you on the next phase of your journey. And this was several years ago. And I'm going to give you joy for this journey. And when you drink this joy or this presence, it's going to give you the ability to be strengthened and be joyful in what what you're doing. Right? and I and I and then when I talked about and remember we had the carpet of green grass it was in the back when the stage was back there and I I, God had spoken to me he said you've forgotten what it was like to be a child and he I said no that's not true I'm I'm childlike you know I'm not a baby but I'm childlike I am I have faith like a child and the Lord said you've forgotten what it was like to be a child and that's, and that's one of the things about being humble, was being like a child. The kingdom of heaven is like this, like a child. You can't enter into the kingdom of heaven unless you become like a child. Because children are humble. They don't have to know everything. They just trust the Father. They just receive. And so God took me back to when I was a child. And, and there was, uh, I used to love to run barefoot through the grass. I loved it. I loved the smell of grass, laying in the grass, rolling in the grass, and I loved walking in the grass and the grass touching my feet. You know? But when, one time when I was out when my family were on a big picnic on the 4th of July and somebody had broken a bunch of pop bottles or soda bottles and I ran right through the whole stack of these broken bottles and it cut my feet open all the way to the bone. So you know what? I never went barefoot again. I put my shoes on when I go outside I never took them off. And the Lord reminded me of that. And I said, well, Lord, you know, I cut my foot open. He goes, well, just because it happened once doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time. Remember that in Lion King, you know, where the, the guy hits him on the head and he says, ow, that hurts. And he goes, yes, you can learn from it or run from it. But it's in the past. And Lord said, because of that, you, you, you have pulled away from the joy that I gave you and pulled away from that childlike thing where you would run and play. And every time I would be in heaven, I would be running like a little girl barefoot through the field of grass with the flowers. How many people know what I'm talking about? The garden in heaven where you're running and playing. And the Lord said, I love that about you, Lisa, that you're just uninhibited. And you just run and you just play and you sing and you just jump up and down and you just run barefoot in my presence. When are you going to be like that again? So I went over here to Menards and I bought a giant uh, artificial carpet. It feels just like grass. And I rolled it out on the floor and I laid on it and I prayed and I cried and I, and I got back to being a child. And God was awakening something in my spirit like that. We're in a season right now that if you don't allow God to open your eyes, you're going to miss the adventure you're on because you're on an adventure. God didn't download everything onto your hard drive. He's got you on a journey, and this journey is an adventure as you engage God and you learn about him and who he is and enjoy it, right? I just went on a journey up to Montana, and we had a half of a day off. And and, uh, honestly, we had preached along on one day. I couldn't drive back that day, so we had to stay overnight one night. And they said, we're just a few hours from Yellowstone. Uh, Let's go to Yellowstone. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But they, 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 they were pushing. It'll be an adventure. Come on, Apostle, it'll be an adventure. Let's, let's, let's do something not planned. Let's go. So I'm like, okay. So we drove, and we got there, and we are driving through this park, and I was not prepared for this adventure. I'm like, what is this? The mountains, the the waterfalls, buffalo ro- walking straight down the highway, stopping me at my car and standing in front of my car and breathing on the hood of my car. And God said, what do you think's happening here? And I said, I don't know. And he goes, I'm breathing on you. I'm releasing provision. It's going to meet you as you go along the way. And sometimes we don't want to be on an adventure because we've had things happen and we're afraid and things didn't work out the way we planned and we don't understand, so we're fearful. But God never intended you to be fearful of the future. God never intended for you to be so heavy and weighed down. He wanted you to have joy for the journey. He wanted you to enjoy the process. He wanted you to learn to partner with Him. He wanted you to learn to stop and smell the roses. He wanted you to learn uh, uh, to stand outside and let the wind blow in your hair and, and face the sun and let the sun shine on your face and enjoy creation and enjoy Him. Amen. That's what God wants. And sometimes prophetic people are too serious. Look at your neighbor and say, you're too serious. You're too serious. serious. You need to lighten up. You need to lighten up. Come on, it's summertime. You need to lighten up. Right? It's an adventure. You're on an adventure. You know, and sometimes on an adventure, if you watch adventure movies, there's always the part... Where in the beginning, you know, there's this hope that, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna go on the rocket, or we're gonna go on the horse, or we're gonna, we're gonna go this place, and and then in a, in, a, in an adventure movie, what happens is certainly there's some downfalls, there's some valleys, there's some hardship, you know, there's a villain that wants to stop them. You know? And and we but we don't turn the movie up and go, Oh, there's a villain, oh, there's a valley, oh, there's some hardship. We watch it because we want to see the character overcome that thing and get through the valley, get through the dark night, you know, kill Darth Vader, you're right? You know, make it to the moon. And and then at the end we're like clapping our hands, Yeah, you made it. (laughs) And that's what's happening to you. You're on an adventure. God created you Amen. and downloaded his personality inside of you. And that's why you don't want the same old, same old. You know, God changed my life. And when he does it, you're like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> true. I had it all figured out. I, everything was going good and you messed it up. <laughs> and God knows that we don't grow when everything's the same. There's the stress and the pressure that forces us to change and to grow. And as we overcome, we earn authority. And on this adventure, we discover how great our God is, how awesome his plans are, and really we find out who we are. Because you thought you knew who you were. And you thought you knew what you wanted. But you don't. You just had a little inkling. I want to talk about that tonight. I, I brought my bicycle and I put it on the platform, and I'll talk about that more on Sunday, right? I'm going to be preached on Sunday morning, but I I saw this bike at the store, and I was like, I don't know why, but I haven't ridden a bike in 35 years, probably. I don't know. I I think the last time I rode a bike, I was 15, so I'm 53. Somebody do the math. I might have been 17 the last time. I don't know. Somewhere in there, 15 to 17. And I used to ride the bike all the time, and, and I loved it. We were, I, I loved riding fast, and I liked the wind blowing through my hair, and we'd ride down the hills. One time I rode down the hill and crashed into a tree, knocked myself out cold, right? Uh, you know, we were ramping and doing crazy things. It's not good. That's why I had to have my knee operated on years later, right? But I, I love the adventure of it, just getting on a bike and riding. And so the other day, I, I was in the store, and the Lord, I saw this bike, and it was like, God's like, buy that bike. And I'm like, no, I'm not buying that bike. I'll probably break my neck. If I get on, I don't even know if I can ride a bike anymore. I'm too fat to ride a bike. I'm too old to ride a bike. But sometimes you need to go back to the future. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're on an adventure. God wants to ignite passion. He wants to remind you what it felt like when you first heard his name, when you first got saved, when you first got called to ministry, when you first came to this church, right? When you first heard his voice, you know? And sometimes we need to go back to the future. Where God was speaking to you, and when you heard his voice, and and you begin to hear the gospel, and you begin to open the word of God, there was something inside that was so exciting, and you just couldn't wait to read more. You couldn't wait to hear something else. You couldn't wait to go to sleep and have another dream. You couldn't wait to get back to church. You couldn't wait till you got to go to school. You remember that? I remember my one kid, when can I get on the bus? When do I get to get to school? Right? And then by the time you're a senior, you're like, oh, God, not again. I don't want to go to school again. But then you graduate and the adventure begins, a new adventure of being an adult and having your career, right? So I, God said, I want you to buy that bike. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, God. If you want me to buy that bike, and I, this is the truth what I said, make somebody give me some money and I'll buy it. <laughs> I, I literally said that. I think it was a Friday night, something like that. Make somebody give me some money and then I'll go buy it if you want me to have that bike. I, you know, I'm thinking it's crazy, and sure enough, just next service, somebody walks right up to me and hands me cash and said, "Here, I, I want to give you a gift." I'm like, "Snap!" <laughs> So I went and got the bike, and then I went out, and I didn't want anybody to see me ride it, because it wasn't very graceful, <laughs> right? I had my, my daughter, Tara, was holding on the back. Like, I remember when I was the one holding on to the back, and they were on the seat, and I was like, you can do it, come on, you can do it, you can do it. <laughs> so I'm out there, and I'm like, I'm on the bike. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, are you holding on? Because I might fall down, you know? And i was thinking, maybe I should have a helmet on, you know? The Announce at church, the apostle's in the hospital, because she was riding a bike. <laughs> right. Like, please, God, don't let me hurt anything. I'm too busy right now to be injured. And so I got on, and I was like, wiggling, I was like, oh, I don't remember the seat hurting me that bad. I don't. Hurting the pedals, so, you know. I kind of was like, uh, uh, uh. and then finally I was able to ride up back and forth. And then I thought, well, I'm not gonna going to be adventurous and go on a trail yet. So I just rode up and down the block like ten times. I got back to the house. I was like, uh, 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 oh god, oh god. I said, are you happy now, oh God? And he goes, do it again. <laughs> Maybe I should buy a helmet. And at first I was going to buy the dinosaur one that had the spikes on it. But I I was worried that the neighbors would think I was crazy. I bought this blue one. But I don't like it. I think I'm going to get the dinosaur one. If if you're going to make a statement, you should make one. Right? Back to the future. You remember when you were a child and you wanted a bike? You wanted to ride and you wanted to go someplace and you wanted to get on the bike and you were you wanted to be able to do it on your own and pedal on your own and that you be a grown up and, and, and 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 do something. We're in a season where God is very gently like a summer wind blowing on the garden of your heart and awakening desires. Right? For a child, for a friend, for a relationship with him for something to, to have something that is exciting and different and so I want to share a couple of things that God has been speaking to me the last couple days in Genesis chapter 12 Genesis chapter 12 Abraham was a very responsible guy took care of his father Terah took care of his brother's Nahor's kid Lot because one of his brothers had died. And so he was raising his brother's kid. You know, he wasn't a young guy. He was very prosperous, right? I'm not quoting this from Genesis, but I'm quoting this from some of the, the rabbis and the sages that, that said that Abraham was, a, was like, you know, very, very smart businessman, pretty high up in the government and things like that. And he was doing pretty well uh, in the land where God called him from. And the Lord began to speak to him. And so I want you to, I want you to hear uh, what, God, what God said to him in Genesis chapter 12. And I want you to think about this, about the adventure, about adventure, about doing something that's precious or awesome or something that's a passion inside of you. Awakening desire or dream inside of you and what, and what God has. And I want you to hear uh, this thing about, you know, when, when God puts something out there and, and you got to wonder, you know, last Sunday we read this story about taking a chance. Are you going to take the chance? Are you going to go for it? Are you going to get on the bike and ride it? Even if you fall down and scrape your kneecaps, are you going to get back on it? Are you going to say, I'm never going to walk in the grass again? I'm never going to ride on the bike again. I'm not willing to risk it. What if people laugh at me? What if they make fun of me? What if you never do it and the rest of your life you regret it? Or even worse, what if it's something that God put inside of you and it's part of your destiny and purpose and who you are and it's, and it's the only there place where you really find your true joy but you never risk it, you never realize the value of it and so you never launch out for it at all. Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord had said to Abram, this is before his name change, Get out of your country. And leave your family. And go from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Remember, I said God doesn't always download everything on in our, when we're born. Sometimes God holds things back. Praise the Lord. If you get older, you'll be thinking, yeah, thank you, God. To the land I will show you, I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing, and I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all families of the earth shall be blessed. Let me stop there for just a second. I will make your name great, right? I will make you a great nation. Why? So that everybody will say, yay, Abraham, go, Abraham, right? You can have a show and be on a show with Kardashians. No, I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Just a thought here. You know, when you think of I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing to other people, it always is like, well, I'm going to get rich and famous and then I can help people. Is that what this said right here? Mm Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. That is not what he said. He did say, I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. In other words, there's going to be times where you're going to need to be blessed by other people. You're going to be in a place uh, on this adventure where you're going to be in a valley. You're going to be in Egypt. You're going to have to dig a well. You're going to have to go get Lot back. You're going to have to get your wife back from Pharaoh. You're going to have to fight some battles. But I thought you were going to bless me Oh yeah I am going to bless you I'm going to bless you And cause you to be a blessing to other people That as they bless you and help you They will be blessed because they blessed you Amen And God did give him a great name And God did bless him In you all families of the earth will be blessed So Abraham laughed as the Lord had spoken to him Stop So Abraham jumped off the cliff Just like the Lord had told him to that's Lisa's translation, and Lot went with him, Right? Usually, it's my brother jumps off the Grand Canyon and pulls me over with them. That's what happens. And Abraham was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. And Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions they had gathered, and the people that it, that had they had acquired in Haran. And they departed and went to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan, and Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem. As far as the Terebinth tree of Morah. And the Canaanites were then in the land. This is what I want you to pay attention. This is the first altar. God has just given him a promise. God just told him, hey, listen, I'm going to show you a city whose builder and maker is God, right? And, and whatever God spoke to Abraham, whatever Abraham saw, it's so imprinted in him that for the rest of his life he was on a journey and, and, he, and, and he obeyed God and he launched out because there was a dream in his heart. There was something that God had showed him in the spirit and he kept going after it no matter what was happening. It was an adventure. It was a great adventure that he was on. Thank you so much for listening to Warring Dove International's podcast. To find out more about our ministry and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at wardoves.com. And if you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. We'll see you next time on our next episode.